Good morning, everyone from the UAE. My name is Jerry Gibson, and welcome to uh, episode six of the In, po- In Squash uh, podcast. Uh, today, we're absolutely delighted to have on the show uh, perhaps the most exciting and dynamic uh, player on the tour. Um, he's the current world number one. He's been at number one for uh, for 20 months, not in a row, but uh, throughout his career. Uh, Mr. Gregory Galche, uh, he had just gotten back from uh, New York City, the Tournament of Champions, uh, the very day that we uh, we did this interview. So uh, he was uh, kind enough, despite the jet lag, to spend uh, about 30 minutes uh, with us. And um, while well, we discussed uh, the great two to three year run that he's currently on, which included a 27 uh, match on beaten streak, uh, we also um, had a visit from his uh, one-year-old son along the way, and uh, we discussed a, a bunch of other uh, great topics, including a look back at the 2003 World Team Championships uh, when France won for the first time over England in the uh, semifinal. Anyhow, uh, I enjoyed this one. It was amazing to you know that he came on the podcast uh, uh, being uh, a new podcast. So uh, thank you, Gregory, and enjoy the podcast. Okay, uh, everyone, I'm, I'm here uh, right now with, uh, with Greg Gaultier, world, uh, world, current world number three, but world number one for, for close to 20 months, uh, winner of all the major championships, including the world championship, the, uh, the British Open. Uh, and arguably one of uh, the greatest player of his generation. Greg, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the podcast. How are you today? Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm okay, a bit tired from jet lag because I just came back from America. So, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You just got back from New York City, did you? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, obviously not the result you were looking for, but... Uh, uh what's your how are you feeling after the uh, the tournament champion yeah yeah he didn't play the best uh well i did what i could uh, train quite well over christmas but uh the tough uh, quarterfinals and uh, that took me a lot of energy and uh, i was pretty flat in the semifinals but uh tried my best but i didn't uh, play the way i wanted and uh yeah hopefully i can play better uh, in the next tournaments yeah, well, I mean, uh, you've had such a great uh, past two years. Uh, you know, it, I guess it's hard to keep up with those uh, expectations. Uh, 2016 to 2018 have been just uh, incredible for you. Um, what, uh, what do you think, uh, I mean, you were 33, 34 when you, you came into this good run of results. What, what uh, caused this uh, for you to happen? What came together for you? Yeah, it's just that I was coming back from injury and uh, I wanted to uh, prove myself I can come back strong and suddenly I had uh, uh, one good result and started to feel, uh, get my feel back on the court and uh, and suddenly I changed my, uh, uh, I turned everything into a positive dynamic and started to play good and one win uh, uh, gave me confidence and then uh, yeah, I, I managed to uh, avoid injuries for six months and uh, 
and uh, after and could back up uh, for each tournament and I was always feeling uh, quite fresh you know even after a, a, a long week of playing uh, intense uh, matches and uh, yeah I felt the effect of uh, being very tired after six months of course because I played so many uh, tournaments back to back and uh, and then got injured again in September because uh, yeah, it's tough on the body, and uh, sometimes yeah. you know the body stays, uh, gives you alert, and uh, that's the way it goes. So you've got like sometimes where you peak and you play well, and everything goes on your side, and then sometimes where the body says stops, and then you have to try to come back, and uh, it's uh, and it's not easy, you know, especially at my age to come back uh, as quick as I really would like, you know, but. Uh, well, there's something to be said, uh, Greg. I mean, you're not only yourself, you look at this uh, other fellow who plays uh, tennis, uh, Roger Federer, playing his, geez, some of his best tennis ever at, at the age of 36, you're 35. Uh, what have you, I mean, you, you said you, uh, you stayed uh, relatively uh, healthy and uh, uninjured uh, for six months. I mean, in squash, that's, that's pretty impressive. What what have you uh, done in order to stay healthy? Yeah, I just do a lot of uh, prevention work. You know, uh, I work almost uh, yeah from uh, when I wake up to uh, to the evening. You know, and doing a lot of stretch, a lot of, a lot of uh, yoga exercises, and uh, try to do a lot of uh, gym work and a lot of uh, prevent uh, prevention work that uh, to. Uh, no, avoid injuries, but of course, you know, there's not uh, real rules, you know, when the, when you play so many tournaments and uh, <clears throat> you have to uh, fight against, uh, okay, the jet lag and uh, always try to adapt, you know, to conditions, you know, the heat or the cold or, and uh, it's not, uh, not always easy. So you can uh, like train as much as you want and do as much as prevention work as you, uh, as you want, but at some point, you know, when you play so many matches back to back, sometimes the the body breaks down, you know. So it's uh, I try to manage the best I can, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't uh, always go the the way you want. But uh, and the older I get, of course, the the tougher it is to recover. So. Yes. So yeah, I'm gonna try, try to manage my training a bit differently, and maybe I do a less uh, intense work and do a lot of uh, work with less impact as well to save my body. But then you know, uh, at yeah, the end of the day, line, uh, isn't it? I guess when you're competing against younger, fast, fit fellas, you've you've also yeah. got to be fast and fit, don't you? That's true, and you know, the older you get, the tougher it is to keep your speed, and the recovery is probably the worst. You know, to recover from a tough match, and uh, yeah, it's 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 difficult. But then you gotta find solutions and adapt to to the conditions, and uh, yeah, we'll see uh, how I can do this year. Of course, you know, it's been. Uh, Difficult since September after trying to come back from a bad injury that I have in my ankle. Ankle. It's been, it's been two years since I broke my ligament in TOC two years ago. It's been <clears throat> quite tough, you know, with my ankle as I got injured three times in uh, in less than two years. So yeah, it's uh, it's difficult uh, because you 
you kind of uh, sometimes lose motivation because you have to start from scratch again after a month off and then try to get the feel back uh, <clears throat> with your feet with your with my foot i mean and then to get like the tonicity and the explosivity again is difficult because it takes like when i'm uh, when i'm off for a month and then it takes another two months to get uh, your real feel back so it's like three months uh, you know just to try to come back to a decent level so yeah so yeah we'll see how it goes and uh, i uh, i hope you know i can uh, catch back you know uh, during the season and get uh, get my feel uh, my feel back on the court at the moment it's it uh, i didn't really get any good feel since uh, september but uh, hopefully it starts to kick off at some point and uh, give me some confidence back you know yeah you mentioned, uh, you know, you've got to stay, it, it's difficult to stay motivated during those times. Uh, what keeps you motivated? Because, because uh, even in the matches that you played at the TOC, I thought you, the matches that you had won, I thought you played very well and you were moving well and you had a lot of energy, uh, really a lot of passion. That, that's what I enjoy about your game. Uh, yeah. what, uh, what keeps you motivated during these tough during tough times, like you mentioned, well, uh, it's. I think you know you 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 always want to achieve more. And uh, uh, when I see players that uh, even uh, last week when I was in New York, I, I saw some uh, players that I used to play with uh, in the past and that uh, retired and became coaches. And all of them told me, "Look, man, you need to." keep going as long as you can as long as the body can because you know when you retire at the beginning it feels fine but then after six months you start thinking and then you you know your uh, your uh, you will maybe regret if you uh, you say you yes. quit too early you know uh, while you can maybe uh, keep going for a bit more you know what I mean so it's just uh, to find the fine line between you know maybe retiring at the right time and uh, and uh, depending on how the body goes and also also i don't want to quit you know and no ending I mean, up yeah. like ending up like being ranked like 15 or 20 in the world you know just looking at myself losing in first rounds i don't want to see that coming and i don't want to you want to you want to end up on a probably good note Yes, but I, I feel like I, I've got some left in the tank now. Absolutely, it's just, it's just yeah. a matter of uh, getting another win to give me some confidence back. Uh, that's what I did enough for six months, and uh, but once I get uh, uh, the right win, then it will uh, probably kick off like uh, it did uh, last year, and then uh, and yeah, that's the way I see it. I think. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, that makes sense to me. I mean, uh, you're not that far removed uh, from an incredible uh, unbeaten streak that you had uh, uh, a year and a half or, or so ago. 27, was it a 27 match unbeaten streak, Greg? Yeah, it was. Uh, just that's incredible. Uh, that's, to me, I don't know uh, if I do the math correctly, that's almost six tournaments. Yeah, I did six tournaments. And I played on top some other competitions, so uh, that I did. Take us through that that period. I mean, you must have been. I mean, I remember some of the tournaments, but in your own game, in your own head, 
I mean, yeah. you, must, you must have felt uh, unbeatable, and you were. Yeah, because huh? uh, <laughs> everything looked uh, simple when I, every time I, I was on court, you know, I could play anybody and didn't feel any fear, and I was so confident that uh, everything was going the way I wanted, and uh, and I could win matches in 30 minutes to uh, even against tough guys and. That gave me even more confidence, and then uh, I, I would easily like get to like the late stages of uh, the tournaments without being really tired, and and then that's probably why I could back up, you know, tournaments after tournaments. So and then yeah, I managed to stay healthy, injury-free, and uh, yeah, I was on a good uh, like positive dynamic always uh, even if I was slightly tired I would be able to back up and even win my matches even if I was far from sometimes 100% I would still win just because of the confidence yeah so yeah. that's what I need to get back now you know yeah well uh, I mean it wasn't that long ago so uh, what was it that um, what I mean during that that time you must have you must have been doing something Beyond just playing, I mean, you must have something in your routine uh, daily. Was, was there something that you remember? Well, no, I mainly do the same routines, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, there was not a real change, to be honest. It's just, uh, it was pure confidence. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that was that thing you know mentally that was driving me like you know through uh, like matches after matches i was feeling good you know i didn't even remember playing like bad one match you know so <laughs> yeah. which is uh, quite strange because sometimes you you can win matches not playing well and uh, or lose matches you know and uh, but uh I felt good for like five months and even in the training I was feeling always, uh, my hands were feeling, you know, I could hit the ball always good. And, well, yeah. uh, I'm so sure. It's, uh, it's kind of a weird feeling, but uh, when it goes that way, it's like. Uh, it's got to feel fantastic, yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's I, tough to describe, you know, because I didn't really change much, you know. Since uh, I was having the same routines, you know, it's just maybe it's, it was like uh, I wanted to prove that I wanted to come back to maybe my best and for myself and uh, and and that's it, you know. Probably that's a more mental thing that uh, than anything else because I work as much as uh, now that I was working before, and so. <laughs> So well, Greg, Greg, is that your uh, your baby in the background? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 how old is uh, is he or she? One month, boy. Boy, one month, one month old boy. Congratulations. Thank you. And how's it feel to be a father? That's got to be an added uh, bonus to this uh, <laughs> time in your career. Yeah, it's nice, but it's a lot of uh, changes, of course. You know, a lot of. <laughs> yeah. Lot of organization at home. Gotta change the uh, diapers. Yeah, probably uh, <laughs> even more difficult to recover. Also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I won't take up too much of your time, uh, more of your time, but I just want, I spoke with um, Robert Edwards, uh, you might remember. Yes. The yes. voice of squash, they called him, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he spoke very highly of you, obviously. And uh, one of the things we, uh, well, he mentioned to me during our chat was uh, your, uh, your close relationship uh, with Jonathan uh, Power, especially yeah. back when you first entered the tour. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I was 16 years old and uh, I met him uh, during a league match in France, Paris. He was playing French league as well. Yeah. And then the connection was uh, going well between each other, you know, and he invited me to to Canada to stay in his house and train for for a bit. Uh, so it was a kind of big experience, you know, for me. And then we managed to hang out a bit more in the tournaments and uh, together. And then I got I got to learn a lot from him, and which was uh, which was nice, you know, and. Uh, so uh you know when you're a kid and uh, you you want to see you want to you always look at the best players and you want to take the best from them you know and you listen to all the advices you know and, and see someone uh, you uh, you looked up to uh, as a young uh, junior yeah yeah of course you know uh, it was a kind of a unique uh, player and uh, so it was uh, it was nice to get to 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 know him well and get to uh, learn from him and uh, well, I'll get tell you uh, just watching uh, I, I'm a huge Jonathan I'm Canadian so uh, I'm a big okay. Jonathan Power yeah. fan I actually played him once in juniors uh, he, he okay. killed me but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but I was just going to say that he brought a, a a level of passion and energy yeah for yeah. And I see, although your games are, are a bit different, I see the yeah. same energy, that same passion uh, yeah. that, you know, not a lot of the players have, and you bring it to the court every time you play. So <laughs> something uh, that uh, I'm not, you probably always had that, didn't you? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, this is, this is, this is in your blood, this. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, so you have it or you don't, you know, but... Uh... I was going to make reference uh, to this. I think uh, uh, the 2003 World Team Championships, you might remember yes. your semifinal match. Uh, yes. I think you played James Wilstrup. Is that right? No, I was Lee Beachill. Lee Beachill, yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I just I remember that match. Be, uh, you played so well, and it was such an exciting match. But after yeah. the match, you got there's a little bit of criticism from the the English media. Do you remember? Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember, I just thought that was totally wrong, you know? Yeah, that was pretty bad because, I mean, yeah, like I was like 19 or 20 years old and coming on the way up. And uh, I mean, yeah, uh, it was just, you shouldn't write things, you know, when you lose. And uh, I mean, say special things to uh, about like a kid who's coming up and say that like uh, squash uh, doesn't deserve like guys like me or I should you know things yeah, like that this was, uh, that was, that was ridiculous so it's just yeah. Yeah. that was like uh, probably uh, pure jealousy you know or 
that you know you gotta be you know when you lose you have to take it in the chin and that's it you know absolutely i mean that's what i do i lose and what I, what I thought was, uh, I mean, it was the World Team Championships. You're going to... And everybody was happy about that win. Uh, yes. About us winning for the first time against England. So, and it's really, really kind of ridiculous that criticizes comes on website from, I mean, it didn't come from other people than uh, English. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Well, I mean, I, I think the general feeling was that they with the that part of the media was wrong in their impression of what happened so yeah it was over exaggerated you know yes. what was written and, yes. but of course you know when you're young it affects you and uh, yeah and, how, uh, how old were you at that you were 19 20. yeah 19, 19. 20. 2003 okay. i was 20 so. well that was a huge that that may have been one of the biggest wins of your career up until that point was yeah because uh, Beach Hill was like maybe top five or top eight in the world. And I was young. I was like close to top ten. It was a big win for France because uh, France never made, you know, uh, before that men never made the uh, even semifinal stages. You know, the best result was maybe seven before. Right. I remember. Uh, so, yeah, it was a big, uh, big win to get to the final. and. Uh, we even had the opportunity to win the final, but you know, we just came up. It was close. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, and I just wanted to mention uh, about French squash. Uh, you guys have had some very good success over the last fifteen or so years, and now uh, even on the women's side with uh, it's a Camille, right? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, how did how what how are you feeling about uh, French squash these days? What uh, what do you think about the future of French squash? Well, uh, well, I was lucky enough to uh, to be detected like early, like when I was like thirteen, with the federation created like a national center. So all the elite. Uh, trains in the national center and uh, with a national coach and then you've got like uh, doctors physio they they manage you know like uh, your school as well to that you get like uh, like uh, you get to like the right school for you and that you get good uh, education too you know Right. On the side, that if your squash doesn't go well, or if any sports, you know, because there's different sports in the in that uh, center. So, so yeah, I was lucky enough to to train with all the elite players and have like uh, people around me, you know, to and to have a good structure, you know, to to improve and to uh, you know, it's all about performance, you know, when you go there, you know. So I was. Uh, I managed to have this uh, luck uh, to train there, and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a very good experience. So uh, the the system is still there, you know. Yes. So all the juniors and all the elites, you know, from uh, the seniors are training there too. I'm away. It's been seven years because I live in Czech Republic in Prague. Okay. So I'm more I'm more you know on my own and I mean autonomy, you know. Yeah. Uh, is there, are there any uh, young juniors well, go back coming to the, up? 
yes yes so there is a yeah there's a couple of juniors uh, uh, like uh, victor coin who did like runner up at the world uh, juniors uh, this year okay and yeah. uh, in the final of the british open there's other guys like uh, benjamin aubert who just finished his juniors and now he's on the psa tour so there's a couple of guys you know uh, who actually have uh, you know uh, uh, quite a decent potential uh, to do uh, to do something you know for uh, for France in the future you know so right well as long as I see you uh, continuing on uh, your great form and and you can keep this up for another couple of years they're going to uh, they're going to be inspired by you and uh, France will remain strong going forward yeah well I will try to keep playing as much as I can and uh, but of course, it would be nice to have like some youngsters, you know, to who can push, you know, and uh, and also uh, be able, you know, to uh, you know bring some points, you know, for the for the French team too, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we need some uh, we need the new generation as well, you know, like uh, to keep France at uh, the level uh, the level we have right now you know so yeah. hopefully try you know, to keep then, pace with uh, with egypt <laughs> yeah yeah well it's a different level egypt because you compete with a country where you have like uh, thousands of kids playing and so it's a different story so in france we don't have like all this uh, we don't have all these numbers of kids <laughs> no. playing squash you know uh, a lot of kids do other sports so which is uh, difficult, but uh, hopefully, you know, the sports will grow and uh, hopefully the sports will become an Olympic one day and it will help, you know, the sport to... Yeah, that, to be, that'll be, uh, uh, that would be... Uh, to the help, you know, like to get kids from schools, uh, to get like, to introduce squash at school and to, uh, yeah, just to develop the sports uh, in general. Yeah. Uh, just before we uh, we finish, the, Greg. The in the shadow of, uh, yeah, just before yeah. we finish, Greg. I, I, is your next big event uh, the Windy City? Are you playing in Chicago? Yeah, I'm going to play in Chicago in twenty uh, second February. Okay, that's a that's a big money event, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's a big tournament. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, so what yeah, what is what will you be doing between now and then? I've got to play next week uh, Swedish Open. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna play that, and then in between I stay home in Prague, Czech Republic, just to train, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. Greg, uh, Greg, uh, you've been very uh, generous with your time, and uh, just want to uh, thank you. Uh, I know you must be tired, and uh, you want to spend time with your uh, with your young with your son. <laughs> That's okay. That's, yeah. Well, uh, thank that's thank you very much, and uh, yeah. all the best uh, thank you so this much. year, the Swedish Open, the Windy City Open. I uh, I'm uh, pulling for you to get back to uh, the number one position. Yeah. I'm still number one now. It's just that I have to defend all my points. <laughs> Aha. Okay. You're still number one, are you? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, yeah. Greg. Well, uh, take care, and uh, all the best. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you very much. See Good you. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, many thanks, Gregory uh, Galche, for uh, for doing our podcast. Uh, that was wonderful. 
and uh, good luck to uh, to him at the Swedish Open and the uh, Windy City Open in Chicago after that. And uh, thank you all for uh, for listening to uh, to this and the other podcasts. And please uh, uh, please share uh, the podcast with your friends if you have the chance, and uh, leave any comments uh, as well, good and bad. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, thanks a lot, and uh, stay tuned. We've got another one that drops at the end of the week, so uh, stay tuned for that one. Take care.